Hi, I'm Trevor Frank for Wedding Planner Extraordinaire, and you're listening to Wedding Confessions, the podcast where I bring back my newlywed couples to talk all about the good, the bad, the pretty, and sometimes the ugly that has to do with planning their weddings. From family drama, to vendors who don't show up, to dresses that break, and food that's served rotten, it's all here, and everyone has something to confess. I'm here today with my special guest co-host. I've got Sean here, who's the executive assistant manager at the Intercontinental Toronto Yorkville. Hey, Sean. Hello, Mr. Trevor. How, How are, you? are you? Fantastic, thank you. Now I'm joined with Joey and Garrett. Hey, guys. Hello. Hi. Garrett and I share a mutual love of Madonna, and then we ended up being neighbors, and that's when I met Joey. Yeah, it was been like a long time since we've known each other and then you guys got engaged actually let's that's fast forwarding let's talk about the two of you tell me how you met what's your love story well (laughs) garrett and i met uh the old-fashioned way as one does on plenty of fish um it was time when we both were getting out of relationships garrett was single for a long time i had just gotten out of a really bad relationship um and i decided that we were going to i was going to go online and find the next person in my life. And I was searching Plenty of Fish and I kept looking at all these profiles and I kept coming across Garrett's. And when I first saw it, I thought this guy's a little bit crazy. Um, <laughs> little did you know, yeah, right. Right. no word right. of a lie. I kept looking at him, looking at his pictures. And I'm like, he has some really big ass lips, but I was like, I'll give it a shot. So I sent and him a message. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, so I sent him a message and just to say, Hey, how's it going? And it ended up being that Garrett was literally about a week away from shutting down his profile because he just didn't want to be on it anymore. He, he was, uh, comfortable with the idea of living a life as a lonely old man. Oh, like a, a monster, <laughs> a golden girl. <laughs> That's awesome. So how did you convince him to actually meet you? Um, well, we talked for about like two or three weeks online, like back and forth to plenty of fish. And That's then we a did long s- time. I know. Right. Um, always having to log in, and this is before they had the app. Um, Good <laughs> <laughs> old desktop, totally. So we literally were just talking back and forth via email, and then we decided to exchange phone numbers, and it was always through text messaging. Um, and then Garrett and I finally decided to have our first date or a meetup. Um, Did you say first date or meetup? Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I um, go shopping with me. Is that where you went? Yorktown, yeah. Well, no, we said we were going to meet at Yorkdale for dinner because at the time I was working up in Newmarket and he was working downtown. So we said, let's meet halfway. Um, So we went to Yorkdale. um, And when I was trying to find Garrett in Yorkdale, um, he was actually shopping at Energy, I think it was. And I'm like, great. Energy is like one of those like Miss 60 stores, I guess. It was like diesel for Geno's. yeah, so he was shopping there. I was there. buying pants with zippers on them. <laughs> As most pants do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we ended up uh, meeting up in front of Moxie's, and we decided to have dinner there, um, which was good. Then we like started talking more and more about each other, um, getting to know one another better. Um, we realized that we had a lot of mutual connections in our past, but we never actually met. Um, so, yeah, we <laughs> that was the first date. Um, I ended up driving Garrett home and then dropping him off at his place. And I guess I was a little bit um, nervous or anxious. So I kissed him goodbye. and On the mouth? Like, on the lips. Oh, my God. I know. Was his big giant lips that you saw so often on Plenty of Fish? 
Yeah, so I, I gotta give these a try. See if they're real. God. <laughs> Turn those there. Are they cement or are they mushy? <laughs> <laughs> Which doctor did you go to? <laughs> so you kissed him on the first date and he was responsive. And then what? When was the next date? Literally two days later. Then you guys saw each other often. How many years have you been together now? Seven. Seven. And when was it right to get married. Actually, you know what? Who proposed to who? This is always the controversial question when you have a same-sex <laughs> couple. Uh, How did so, this happen? Oh, yeah. This is a actually interesting story. So about five years into our relationship, I finally convinced Garrett to go to Disney World with me. Oh, your favorite place. I am my most magical place on earth. Um, so we decided to go to Disney World. And like six months before, I had said to our roommate at the time, I think I'm going to propose to Garrett. Uh, in Disney World and I said I'm gonna do it this way I had a whole plan set out um, and literally I was planning from January all the way up until August to do it Um, I had bought a ring already I got um, all the logistics worked out so the idea was for me to do like a scavenger hunt within the Magic Kingdom Um, I love that I know well Garrett never has never been to Disney World and I've been a few times so I wanted to have him experience the experience that I had as a child. So what I did for him was I had him go around the park, um, figuring out these clues. And at the end of the scavenger hunt, I guess, um, he was going to be rewarded with like a Disney experience. I had him going for a little while thinking that it was actually something Disney did for new, new, uh, visitors, uh, who were part of the vacation club. Um, sneaky. I know. Right. Um, and then he it was exhausting. What I didn't know. <laughs> what i didn't accommodate for was the internet and google because garrett being the smart person that he is decided that he was going to google the scavenger hunt and how to win it no way yeah so that was a little bit tricky for me um but you know throughout the whole time i was we were there with my aunt my uncle my mom and my sister who were all avid disney uh disney world visitors um so my aunt and uncle were helping us deliver the clues get them thrown like spread out throughout the park as well as um getting Garrett, helping Garrett to figure out the clues so there was eight of them in total and he but they all knew that the end was going to be a proposal oh yeah they all were in on it that was the funny part they That's were so cute. all in but if you fast forward or rewind back to when i first told my roommate that we were gonna get that i was gonna propose he had actually told me that Garrett was thinking of doing the exact same thing so i better do it before he does no way. Like exact same as in he was going to do a, a scavenger hunt as well? No, he's not that creative. Okay. <laughs> Gas. Um, so when I proposed to him, our last clue was to take a photo in front of the the castle. Um, and our, our family was with us, so we were all taking a group shot. And I was like, hey, can everyone get out of the shot? I wanted one with Garrett and I. So we're standing there, and my sister quickly runs up to the photographer and says, oh, my God, he's able to propose. Just keep shooting photo. Don't stop. Don't stop. And the photographer didn't clue in. She's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, he's about to propose. Like, she's yelling at the photographer to keep going. So Your sister was yelling at somebody? I know. <laughs> Unthinkable, I know. What? Did you know he was going to propose at that talking. time? She was just talking. No, because I was planning to do it as well. Joey's sister had the ring that I had bought for Joey. So she knew we both were doing it. So oh my God. I was going to do it as well, like near the end of the day by the castle, because I knew that. That's probably where we would end up before we left. So, but I didn't know he was. This is so complicated. So everybody got out of the picture. Your sister's yelling at the photographer and you got down on one knee? No. No, I didn't get down on one knee. I basically said, hold on. Like the photographer's about to take the photo. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. 
you're missing something. So then when he turned to me, I pulled out the ring out of my back pocket and proposed to him then. And And that's when the crowd ensued (laughs) everywhere taking pictures, all these strangers taking pictures. Look at the gay folks. (laughs) Look at the the circus freaks. In my tank top. Oh my. (laughs) And then what about you proposing? Well, there was no reason anymore. So you didn't bother. Did you give him a ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you just handed him a ring here. Yeah. Well, oh. my sister came running up with a little Tiffany bag and said, here, here. And then all the crowd was like, oh my God, it's a double. Yeah. That's it was a awesome. There were four people watching. <laughs> Not awkward at all. That's so fun, though. <laughs> For sure. And how was the rest of the trip? Were you just in bliss the whole time? It was great. It was. We did. I did it on the first day, so then the rest of the time we were there for seven days, and it was pretty much... Us talking about, you know, ideas of what we wanted to do for a wedding. Like, the idea of us doing our wedding on Halloween was an option. Oh, um, I've been dying to do a Halloween wedding. Yeah. We've Potting been, your sister's demise. That, too. <laughs> um, we also decided, like, on the date, like, that day, as soon as we got engaged, we were in queue line, and we're like, okay, what date are we going to get married on? So we pulled out our phones, started looking at our calendars as to what days worked. Um, and we always knew that we wanted to do it two years out. We didn't want to wait. Uh, we didn't want to like do it right away. We were going to wait a little bit, save a little bit of money and do the wedding that we wanted to do. Um, so we decided on the exact date and it was perfect. And then it actually ended up working out that way with our venue, our, uh, all our vendors. So it was perfect. Did you have a venue in mind or did you know you wanted to, to do it at the intercontinental Toronto Yorkville? Yeah, it was a great venue. It was perfect. It was, it had lots of lots of different places that you could do different parts of your wedding in. So you did the ceremony out in, what did you call it? The York, the, the courtyard? No. Uh, the patio. The patio. Sorry. Such a unique <laughs> name. <laughs> proof patio. Yeah. And then we did the cocktail hour in proof bar, yeah. which is an awesome space. And then we moved everybody upstairs to one of the reception halls for the rest of the evening. The ballroom. The ballroom. Appropriate for a gay wedding. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned that you wanted to have the, you wanted to save up money so you could have the wedding of your dreams. What, what was that? What was in your head? Well, I mean, the wedding of our dreams would have been the one we actually had. It was something that we planned out. It was very meticulous. um, Something that we came together really quickly to form. So the main thing that I loved about your wedding is that you had a very clear vision of what you wanted to do and how you wanted it executed. You also, so Sean and I were talking about this before you guys got here. We talked about how early in the 90s and 2000s, uh, weddings were, same-sex weddings were portrayed a certain way on TV and in film. And it was always these over-the-top stereotypes that were so ridiculous, but also super fun and, and awesome. You took your wedding, took some of those stereotypes, but made it really classy. So you, you had a lot of fun at your wedding, but your wedding also had this, this elegance to it, which is the perfect way to have a gay wedding. Yeah, like you had drag queens, but it was Celine Dion. You had, so that's classy. Heroin Marks was the drag queen of choice, and mm-hmm. she was your MC. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she also did some performances. How, how did you decide that you wanted to, to do that at your wedding? Do you like drag queens? A little bit. <laughs> Slightly um, obsessed. Just a little obsessed. I... Look at my Instagram. <laughs> was, was that something that you knew was going to be a part of your wedding, regardless? For sure. There had to be some sort yes. of drag element. Yeah. 
So Garrett is known for his extravagant Halloween costumes. Oh. We look forward to them every year. Oh god! And sometimes the you're pressures in, on. You're shit. in drag, right? <laughs> yeah. A lot of times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's is that where the obsession began with drag queens? Okay, now we're gonna get like therapy. Like, let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> where did the obsession begin, Garrett? Yes, Doctor Paula. <laughs> no, I just love the art form and I love the transformation that happens with the ability that like my favorite drag queens have to transform themselves from a man into a different character and like the makeup skills that are involved and like I have such appreciation for it that I love it and it's just like same thing like I love art like we have a lot of art in our place and I like original art like something that represents somebody's creative process and you have like your finished product and I love that kind of stuff because it just fascinates me it's something I wish I could do and I keep trying and trying that's why I always try to do drag for Halloween because I'm I really want to learn how to do that type of that level of makeup but like and I'm just in awe of their skills so I'm obsessed with it I'm like I don't know that's great I love that <laughs> and you're really good at it so you're and you keep learning and you keep getting better the drag queen that you chose to be a part of your wedding where did she come from did um, well actually so heroin marks has been a friend of mine for many years uh, since my days in university. Uh, this was before he became a drag queen. Um, so I've seen him grow up and sort of transition from his original drag aesthetic to what he has now. And we all, I always knew that that was going to be someone that was talented enough to be able to perform the, um, the MC duties, um, also to perform their uh, routines. Um, but also there was, <laughs> She's also Italian, uh, which is very important because my whole family is Italian. So it was something that just tied in nicely. And I think um, a lot of my family members did identify with her as well as a drag queen. As soon as she said, my name, my real name is Matteo. I think they were all just like, okay, great. It's an Italian person doing this. But you're forgetting the test run. <laughs> oh, yes. We also did. <laughs> we also did a few test runs too. Um, so we had her d perform at my birthday the year prior, just to see how your family would. Yeah, just be to see how to people her? would 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 be responsive. Mm. We also wanted to see how she would perform in front of a smaller audience. Um, and we were we were also auditioning other drag queens too. We just wanted to. We chose her to uh, do it first. And I think at my birthday, after she had performed, Garrett was off to the side talking to her. <laughs> and I walk over to them. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Garrett's like, I just hired her for a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Which was also at proof. <laughs> and she was amazing. She, first of all, she was so much fun to work with. Yeah. And just uh, the collaboration between the two of you and her was so fun to watch and it was fun for me to be a part of too because it got i love creative elements to any wedding and that was a super special one she had four performances in between courses after before speeches and she she made the night flow she emceed the whole evening she came out as karen walker from will and grace she had a celine dion song that she performed um, and the Celine Dion song that she performed had another special guest. So the song <laughs> was called Ashes from uh, the Deadpool movie. Right. Deadpool 2. And in the music video, in Celine Dion is performing while Deadpool is dancing circles around her. Is that right? Yeah. So um, when Celine Dion did the music for Deadpool 2, um, Ryan Reynolds, who also is another Canadian, had asked her to perform the song. But during the music video, it's actually Yanis Marshall dancing around her as Deadpool. 
but so he wasn't available for your wedding. No, oh. we called and he said he's just too busy. And during the performance, a million dollars. We actually had Sean's husband, yeah, as Deadpool <laughs> performing, dancing in yeah. heels. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was super cool. Uh, it was awesome to watch. Well, that also tied back into Halloween because. Sean's husband David um, was Deadpool for Halloween, so he already had the costume. Uh, so that was why that he did it. Was a nice tie-in. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to pay for the costume again. <laughs> well, he also he really wanted to do it. He even started practicing in heels, and he like tried all his different choreography before we even saw him perform, which was great. I also love that you just brought so much of yourselves into this wedding. You you designed all of the artwork, the invitations. You. Where, where did that, why, why did you do it that way? Well, because I'm a graphic designer, it was something that I really wanted to be a part of. Um, I love doing a lot of marketing collateral and I love being creative. So, and Garrett's also very creative as well. We both have an art background. So it was something that we thought we could do on our own. Um, I knew a lot of people in the printing industry. I knew a lot of people in the different like sectors that we could pull from, from vendors. So I thought it was just a great opportunity. You also purchased a 3D printer mm-hmm. we did so that you can have some other special elements created for the wedding yeah so uh each guest had their name 3d printed um as sort of their takeaway um and it was on their place setting when they entered in the room i love that i still have mine actually i had forgotten it at the uh wedding that night and oh i know i picked it up someone so generously saved it for <laughs> me <laughs> you forgot it <laughs> uh your dog Who's actually here sleeping right now. She's she behaving is. so well. Maddie was a big part of your wedding too. She was. And that was actually one of the other reasons why we chose the Intercon was because it's also a dog friendly hotel. Um, so we wanted, we always knew that we wanted Maddie to be a part of the ceremony and to be our little flower girl. So she tied in nicely. She was adorable. She was cute. She was actually the one who stole the show. It really wasn't the drag queen or us. It was her. <laughs> She yeah. had a little white dress little on, white yeah. white dress. It's very virginal. <laughs> virginal, like a virgin. Like a virgin, yes. Which you also used as one of your, your grand entrance song. We did, yeah. That was a fun performance. You, you kind of teased the audience by walking in. Joey walked in with heroin marks in a wedding gown. So the idea was is that I was walking into the venue. So everyone, So we were all lined up outside of the room, and they were doing the introductions of the... Uh, parents or a maze of honors um, and then it came down to Garrett and I to enter so as everyone entered into the room Garrett and I were still outside of the of the reception hall um, or the ballroom and Garrett sort of ran around to the other side of the ballroom door entrance um, and then I was with the drag queen right getting ready to enter in so she was covered in a veil so you couldn't really see her um, so the music started playing like, like a virgin and it was, uh, the intro was like, dun, 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 dun. And as the doors open, we walk in and everyone's like cheering and they're all like laughing so hard because I'm walking in with this person who's in a white gown and they all think it's Garrett. But then I lift the veil and the record scratches and then you see that it's actually not Garrett. It is a drag queen. Um, and then from the other side of the room, you hear Garrett yelling out, girl, that's my husband. <laughs> that was the best surprise. I, like, I work at the hotel and I didn't even know that was going to happen. So that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was really well, fun. Even the rest of the people in the wedding party didn't know. We didn't want them to know. So yeah. we, that's why we waited for them to go in and then we closed the door. And then I ran around to the other side so they didn't see what was happening. And so Heron was hiding 
in another room, so they didn't see her either. So they had no idea. It and it was perfectly executed. We rehearsed it a yeah. couple of times the night before. And the only people that knew about it was the four of us and our DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of your family and what would people say, you had a little bit of a rough time with your family leading up to your wedding, Joey. I did. Um, and it wasn't really a rough time. It was more so a little bit of a drama on my dad's side of the family. Um, with my mom's side, they were totally cool. Everyone was coming. They were so excited about it. They wouldn't stop talking about it. We kept having aunts and uncles and cousins asking us where their invitation they was. They still do. They still do. <laughs> um, and they people talk about it to this day. Every time we go see them, they're like, this is the best way I've ever attended. Um, but with my dad's side, the drama was, unfortunately, my grandmother could not make it to my wedding. Um, and one of the reasons why we chose the Intercon was because of her um, to be an accessible place for her to you know, come in her wheelchair and be able to come up the elevator and be there for the ceremony and the reception. Um, unfortunately, she couldn't make it because she wasn't feeling well, but I already knew a few weeks ahead of time she had told me that she wasn't coming um, just because of her state of mind and her um, illness. Um, but then we also didn't find out until probably a week and a half before that my aunt, who also is my godmother, um, refused to attend. And it was kind of disappointing because, you know, everyone from my family was there to show support and everything. And she was one who was making a mountain out of a molehill as to why she was not going to attend. Why wasn't she going to attend? Um, she made the excuse that it had to do something about my mom's side of the family and how she wasn't comfortable around those people, she said. Because your parents are divorced. My parents are divorced, yeah. Um, but I actually do think that she had a problem with the fact that, you know, I'm gay and that um, this was a gay wedding and she didn't want to be associated with it. Um, thankfully, I mean, her daughter did attend the wedding, which I was really grateful for. Her and her boyfriend came. Um, they were very supportive of us. Um, we got some really great photos with them and I'm glad that she's now getting married. So we'll be there to support her for her wedding. That's nice of you. Yeah. It's really unfortunate when there's that kind of tension in a family where the majority of your family gets it and are comfortable, but there's always that one person that's still just like living in the fifties. Yeah. It was a little bit of emotional for me. Um, it was something that I really had issues with. Um, she didn't even tell me, she didn't call me to tell me she was coming. She wasn't coming. She was telling my father this and I was getting all the information secondhand. Um, and my father didn't tell me until again, a week before the wedding, um, and you know, through text messaging, through phone calls, my father and I were getting into heated discussions and debates about this as to why he needs to snap her out of it and tell her that she needs to attend. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm glad she didn't because I didn't want to have to worry about her, nor did I want to have to deal with her drama afterwards. That's so sad. Well, it's good of you to rise above and still go to their side of the family's wedding. Good for you. How important was music for you at the wedding? Really important. Um, Garrett is sort of our at-home DJ where he selects all the music we play on our iPod or on our, uh, on our Google Home. Um, so we I had, sing in the shower. He sings in the shower, yep. <laughs> um, so he basically made a playlist or a song selection for our DJ to play at the wedding. Awesome. You used the song Sissy That Walk for your kissing game, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. How did that work? <laughs> um, so anytime uh, someone at the wedding wanted us to kiss they actually had to work the runway with Sissy That Walk uh, and dance for us. Um, if we had to kiss, then they have to work for it. I, I love it. mom did it like the best. Yeah. Oh absolutely. yeah, I was, that actually surprised my sister and I. Like we were just in shock when she started like dancing. Yeah. She's coming around. 
Yeah. What, <laughs> what was your favorite part of the wedding? Mine? Yes. It being over. Oh. <laughs> wow. Were you so sick Burn. of it by the end? <laughs> no. No, no, no. It was just... As much as I, cause I enjoy planning parties and I love throwing parties and stuff like that. I love the whole process, but it was just ex- really stressful more than I thought it would be, especially on the day of, because you're just so worried that, because of all the way, all of the like intricate things that we had planned, I was just like, I'm a control freak. So I was obsessing to like, if it doesn't go off right, I'm going to be so disappointed. And so it was just... A very long, blurry day. Did it go off right? It did. Everything went off without a hitch. There was no problems. Um, it went exactly as I wanted. So it all worked out great. Good to hear. And you, what was your favorite part? Um, Joey. I mean, the same with Garrett. Joey. <laughs> I would have to say the same thing Garrett said. Um, but actually, one of my favorite parts was the uh, midnight dessert station. Oh, my goodness. Um, that was the best part. The giant cannoli and all the desserts that, you know, my mother, my aunts, my grandparents, uh, my sister, all those desserts that they made. Um, it was a really great selection. And a lot of people really enjoyed it um, to the point that someone took a full, like, to-go container home full of cannolis. Um, well, you offered to go only. containers, which yeah, is we so did, cool. which was great. I mean, everyone loved it. People were saying that they were still eating it like a week later. It was a huge cannoli. It was like a cannoli with like ninety cannolis in it. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah, yeah, it was mm. massive. Yeah, it was great. Holy I didn't even cannoli. get. I didn't even get one. I've yeah, never either. seen a cannoli that big before. <laughs> Holy cannoli! Sean just said that. <laughs> did you? Sorry, I can, I'm deaf in one ear. I'm sorry. Are you? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? oh. Okay, you two. Thank you so much for coming here and talking all about your wedding. I really appreciate it. And Sean, thank you for dressing up I know. for the occasion. <laughs> I know. really appreciate it. It's the intercontinental life. And guys, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Please make sure you subscribe. And also follow me on Instagram at Trevents Planner and at Wedding Confessions. 